it's a good show. Okay. Do we want to wait till an organic uh, NYU uh, public radio style cold open happens? I think we've established by now that we never do a good cold open. <laughs> okay. Well, there, there, there. That's our cold open. Here's our traditional theme song. Waiting wongs is easy when you have friends that sounded racist. This song should end. Ta-da. <laughs> I'm I'm obsessed with this. I really want to have a good cold open. I mean, I want I, I want to have hip cold opens, like where we sound like we're NPR kind of people. Well, it would just take in literally any amount of forethought. Yeah, you know? no, I, well, I, I, no, more organic. Like it's like it's like 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 we're settling in, and then there's like some crazy fragment of conversation happening, and then and then yeah. we, and then we all laugh, and then it goes into the theme song. All right, we'll we'll shoot for that for next time. Yeah. But, the, but this time. Yeah. Uh, we could write a couple and then yeah, just yeah. try them out in like two or three days. Or you could right, try let's... like that thing where it's like based on what the episode's about. So like it's like, was everybody kung fu fighting? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Sting. There that, it is. That's far too much extra work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could all try to sing the ching chong uh, music. What? What is that? What's that? Oh, the opening intro to I think I'm turning Japanese. Correct. Is there any? Is the first of all we should introduce our guests? Oh yes, let's introduce our guests first. We have Andrew T, the host of Yo Is This Racist, the podcast. That's correct. And then we have Iffy, whose last name I should I Oh, yeah, the in asylum. That's the trick. Um, Wadaway. Yeah. Uh, Wadaway. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds cool. Yeah. Is that, yo, is that racist to say that it <laughs> sounds cool? <laughs> I feel like that's, that's my, that's, there's a, that's the one of those ones that has like such an obvious line of like, that's fine, but like you get like I feel like there's like a three strikes policy on like how much you have to be like. So tell me where you're really from, kind of jam. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a whole other conversation. Well, I've we really, can... yeah, I've really, I've really been since we started this podcast. I, you know how you know how when you hear the word, uh, you hear a certain word, and then it seems like you hear it all the time because you just learn the word. Like I, this concept of the conversation that ensues when about where white people are saying like, but where your parents from or uh, that whole thing. Like I, I don't. I'm like hypersensitive to that now because I, I this is the first conversation we had on this podcast, even though I already knew you. <laughs> and, I, and like now, I'm like I'm like seeing Asian people say like they dread the conversation, you know, mm-hmm. like and all stuff. And I still don't fully understand it, but we don't not to monopolize yeah. the conversation. I mean, we could. I, this, I mean, I think we all kind of get that. I mean, I, I it's weirdly kind of uniquely Asian, yeah, in a way because. It's a way of saying, like, well, obviously you don't belong here. It's like, yeah. They're saying, like, how far off the boat are you? Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, well, it's just that no matter what, the underlying tone of it is, like, you're not as American as me. You're from somewhere else. Yeah. Right. You're other. You're not the same as me. And I want to, like, get to the pinpoint. That's that's all I can focus on right now. Which is not something I ask black people by default. Exactly. I, don't, I don't go, like, what are you, third generation? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but also, but... you know that. <laughs> like deep down somewhere, you're like, well, most black people don't maybe know where they're from. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you mean a, in America at least? That's like, what I was gonna say. Everyone has their like own flavor. Like, yeah. I feel like the that's, Asian that's community Asian has like, where are you is from? That is the thing. Yeah. Is yeah. That, that's our big like thing that bugs us. Yeah. All is, Latinos like, get and nice. Uh, <laughs> all Latinos get like just assumed to be Mexican. Yeah. Or like, I feel like it's 
also regional because I feel like in New York, no one's like everyone's Mexican. They're like everyone's Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally, yeah. totally. Oh. Um, but yeah. so, so what, what's extra annoying about like being Asian and being asked like where are you from is even if you say like oh I, like say you're born and, and you raised say, say you say Brooklyn and then you yeah know, like like Andrew is born and raised in Michigan well, and like Michigan. and when he says Michi- <laughs> around the yeah. fewest Asian people yeah. but when he says Michigan they're like okay but like where are you really from and it's like no that was the answer to your question he's from Michigan but and then it's like well where because then they they some of them might be like where were you born it's like fucking Michigan yeah <laughs> and then they're like okay but where are you really from like really I'm from you know what I mean it's like not even it's not letting it go either when you right. answer their question so let me ask as a white person because you and i have said on this podcast that you know you you you're on the same page as me it's like the idea of 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 you know oh race doesn't exist and pretending it does it's like we're not we're not in favor of that like 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 but as a white person when you meet an asian person if you are you are you supposed to just suppress that stupid is it just a dumb curiosity to have like i wonder if your uh ancestry is like like tell tell me a country so i can so I can start to have a conversation about something, or is, it, is that is that all just like yeah, put that away because like, you don't yeah, ask that about yeah. like European people? Well, it's just more like why can't you focus on having a conversation <laughs> with this person without yeah. knowing? Can we talk about the coffee? Like, yeah, exactly. Because it's different if you're friends and you're just and you just yeah. want to know more about your friends. It's probably like wait, yeah, because yeah. If, with your white friend, when you meet a white person, it's probably a good three or five conversations deep into a friendship yeah. before yeah. you're finding out they're Irish or yeah. Italian or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I will let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Chinese when it's time. Like, you, no one, if you're ever asking me and you don't know, it's because I don't care for you to know. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm not hiding it, but I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care about you enough yeah. for that to be a thing. It's kind of like yeah. asking if someone's Jewish or you know, it's like like or, or gay for that matter. Yeah. Like it's, a, it's it's sort of like it's a it's a little. I, I, I'm 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 now learning this and fi- I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making this new decision in my white brain. This is a, these are these are pa- matters that are private. This is per, part of the person's narrative. It's like it's like or like their horoscope sign. It's like it's not a conversational thing. Or maybe what I should say well, is it's not like your horoscope sign. Yeah. That's yeah. benign because it right. doesn't really mean anything. Well, yeah. but it's also a thing where everyone can be acting in like good faith right like as a white person who doesn't think about shit that much you could easily be like well i was just curious and that's totally reasonable like it's totally reasonable but it's also like when when i get testy about it it's because maybe there was a time when it wasn't reasonable or it wasn't someone i you know yeah and also a lifetime of that of being reminded constantly that as soon as white people look at you they're like well you you don't really belong in the you're not really american you're not really like me you know and it's really this like lifetime buildup of having being othered by people and so that's why you're more sensitive to it right right and Gao is straight up a communist spy. But yeah. even she Here's the thing. This is what <laughs> sucks for me is that, like, I would love to be able to be like, I was born here just right. to have that, just to be able to give that answer, you know? But, like, because... Because they can only pull on that thread for so long before I have to say, like, uh, I was born in China. I, 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 <laughs> like, I, love, I don't have that, like, Trump card to, yeah. like... <laughs> I love that I can just call her Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> it feels so racist, yeah. but it's, like, it's technically true. It's like calling a yeah. female dog a bitch. Yeah. 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 It's just, like, saying a naughty word. <laughs> My Chinese friend. You're so Chinese. <laughs> here's, here's a pro tip if, for the, our listeners out there. You can ask black people where they're from all the time because we're either going to give you a gang or, like, you'll get an iffy who's like Nigerian. <laughs> I guess at this point we should point out that iffy is black. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, man. I, th- that is one of the things where, like, 
I didn't realize I had a quote unquote white voice, but sometimes I like I'm a gamer, y'all. I play video games, and <laughs> so I play way too much. I have a clan, and so like when I'll stream on Twitch, some guys will come and be like, "Whoa, you're black," and I was like, oh, "You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell by my thug ass voice." Um, he uh, said he said DBZ before the recording. Oh yeah, and what? I was like, "Oh, what is that?" That's mean? so that's so nerdy. Wait, I had to think in my head. Wait, you don't know what DBZ is? No. Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah. Boy. I've never oh, heard that. I've never heard of it referred to as DBZ. What? That's that's the old, that's that's this the is, shorthand. That's listen, the shorthand. I feel like I that like if he is my uh, blackest friend who's most into anime, <laughs> which I think. <laughs> Is relevant, which means I'm probably also the most problematic. Like anime black dudes are definitely like. Oh, it's that, such that, a it's yeah. such a thing. Oh it's yeah, such you're, a you're thing. Gonna, that's that's when you're gonna be able to snipe back is all these anime <laughs> black dudes who I had to like look at and be like. Oh. <laughs> we all have our communities. That's yeah, like for real, I was uh, when I was taking Japanese my first year oh, of boy. college. Oh yeah, oh no, uh, oh, no. and like. At the end of my first class, it was, like, a group of, like, black and white people who, like, they were in a circle and was like, don't you wish that you were Japanese? And I was like, nah, son. Like, I, I love being black. Uh, like, I could dunk? No, I can't. I, I mean, anybody could dunk on a short yeah. enough court. Uh, I, I want dunk. <laughs> What what made you want to learn Japanese? I mean, I already know the answer, but I want to hear you. Oh, you want to hear me say it? Yeah. This is the because I wanted to watch yeah. animes without waiting for the subtitles. Oh my god, mm. that's yeah. so nerdy. <laughs> that's yeah. so nerdy. Oh, yeah. No, I had big, I had big <laughs> Japanese dreams. Like I was big so... Japanese. Dream. Oh. I think that's the title of it. <laughs> <laughs> big Japanese dreams. Oh, I, I took a semester of Japanese in in college because I. Because my dad owned a company and I didn't know what I was going to do for a living. And back then, Japan was the company, the country oh, that yeah. was going to buy oh, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah! So I wanted to learn how to how to say <laughs> no. I think it's worth more than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> called leverage. Wait, how there, there how a, old were you when you did this? Twenty seven. No, okay. I, 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 I don't know why that's funny. I, I, I was. I was. Like I was eighteen. You were well, because it's like you were so young, but you're already planning for like. I mean, I, I for like I, economic American economic club. Like I wasn't like to, that wasn't like my total. Right, but it seemed like the most useful thing. I thought you know. I guess I was. I was a nerd. It was the eighties. I I I was familiar enough with William Gibson and stuff to feel and, and Blade Runner that I felt like I felt like like I was like. What language should I take? I'm going to be practical now. I'm not bound to the romance languages uh, that my high school offers. Like I could take anything, and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. When I'm 35, I'm going to be Harrison Ford in Blade Runner. I should be able to speak Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> in, in future Hong Kong, we'll all, we'll all in future Los, Los Angeles Lamento, uh, whatever you know, the, the post quake ne- Neotropolis. Well, we'll need to like negotiate with that dude for how much our eyes are going to cost. So, I mean, we all need Japanese for that. Yeah, that's the important thing. Oh. New eyes. Um, okay, so uh, people have asked. Actually, I think only one person had asked that we cover the topic of Asian appropriation of Black culture, which oh, is man. like a big thing. Yeah. Um, is it though? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, it's but, worth asking, you know what, is it, what, though? As soon as you get off a podcast called Yo, Is This Racist, you think you can be the racist one? Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need some place to stretch my legs, you know? <laughs> you got to reflex that racist muscle that you I gotta got. I got to use it somewhere. <laughs> I'm so excited to just eat some popcorn and, and watch, yeah. watch yeah. these uh, people of color battle it out. I know. <laughs> I was saying that, like, the richest man in the room, the white man, is going to just be sitting in the corner, twiddle, like, delighting as, like, the minorities fight amongst themselves. Fight right? my gladiators. Yeah, right. <laughs> Send in those giraffes. What? Oh. Giraffe. Well, in like I ancient Rome, were... they thought giraffes were like dragons and they would like pit, pit them against guys with swords and stuff. What? Oh, damn. I thought you were going to say send in the dragon balls. <laughs> send oh. in the, the balls. All right. Anyways. We are fighting each other today. Yeah. Well, okay. So, I mean, I. No, we're not. First of all, there's a, there, there, there's like a, I think there's two kinds of uh, appropriation of black culture by Asians. There is the the stuff that's in Asia, specifically really concentrated in East Asia, Japan, Korea, and China. And it's like really, like it's like minstrel show, like blackface, craziness, like trends of people, like people fetishize. And I think a big part of it is also because they don't live in a homogenous society. And a lot of people have never seen a a black person in real life that it's like, they, they, it's like otherworldly to them. And, and they fetishize blackness so much that, to them, it's like a costume that they can put on, and it's a yeah. trend they can put on. They can like uh, perm their hair so that it can like and into like a fro, and like uh, put on like do like tan and bronze, like yeah. to the point of like it's straight up blackface. Yeah. It's like completely insane, but it's it, it's it's a whole different conversation because it's within countries that don't have the same kind of race relations that we have in yeah. America and then we have Well Ameri- like without a specific history of blackface. Yes. Uh, like, yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. It, although I listen this is like uh, an American imperialist thing I think all the time which is like you motherfuckers haven't seen blackface. Like, there's the internet. Like, surely. Well, no, but they maybe, have... maybe they've seen the movie Bamboozled, and they're like, yeah, oh, no, that, cool. they're cool. Yeah. yeah, they're cool with that. Like, the, the, I don't know. That, the hit movie Bamboozled. Uh... <laughs> but, but the internet is so vast. I mean, like, like every every Halloween, although I think this last Halloween might have been an exception, I, I almost tweeted about it, but I was just like, you know what? I, I was going to tweet about, like, a fictional, like, celebrity blackface pool yeah like because it just seems like every halloween there's like <laughs> oh, okay yeah. what what oh, what right. what 23 year old like yeah. uh, oh, yeah. uh star of some show that we love on hbo or whatever is just gonna turn out to like yeah just like hey i thought i'd go as 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 tiger woods for a thing so i got yeah. a baseball cap and i was like you know what i'm, I'm you know and, and then they just do it and then they're like shocked to say so, yeah. and, and i think it's yeah. because the, the internet isn't just a bunch of recipes and maps and facts now. It's like <laughs> yeah. now it's just the place where you can suck on the Twitter teat forever and you, you might not learn anything. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. though. I mean, you have to have no friends who are willing to tell you the truth that you put yourself in blackface on Instagram. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's really like a bubble. That's a hell of a bubble. Well, I feel like it's more just the the bubble that also we're in, even though I hate that stance. Like, we're also in a bubble. But I do feel like, like I f- there's a consciousness, I think, closer to, I think, the L.A. area that, like, whenever I step out of it, because, you know, I grew up out here, so sometimes I'll go out t- to Orange County, the Orange Curtain. Mm-hmm. That's where all the Republicans go to hide. And you'll be, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, just people just 
just flagrantly just dropping the F word, uh, uh, you know, here and there. People just like, and by the F word, I don't mean fuck. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can curse here. Yes, it's yes. a bit late. Uh, but but like it's it's like a different world, just a different world where it's like, oh no, out here, yeah, all that shit y'all talking about down there, like we don't care. We're we're we're, yeah. we're still in two thousand. <laughs> yeah, the bubble is small. Yeah, that's the thing. You'd be surprised at how. The bubble doesn't even extend all throughout California. Yeah. Uh, but you were saying, okay, so the the idea of like, probably, I was thinking a little bit about, I don't know if you have a direct plan, Jessica, about how to traffic this, but there was a, I, I feel like a larger <clears throat> quick discussion about cultural appropriation. Yeah. Sure. Probably makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I've... But also, straight up, I have cousins in the Bay Area that would call each other the n-word like, oh so that routinely. see that's the crazy thing because it i feel like the inward inward usage it's like it's one of the it's one of those weird things where there's no hard and fast rule among black people because it's like uh it is that thing of like all right we're all in this together mm-hmm. so like yeah. you might be my nigga you might be my nigga there might be a time i'm probably gonna call dan my nigga one oh my one god day. i'm gonna come in my pants <laughs> yeah but, it's a, but with a hard ER. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that's the that's the darkest part about how this goes. But no, it's it's serious. Like so, I feel like um like I remember growing up in Compton. Like we, as far as like before, like because then the black Mexican riots happened. I'm sure this rule faded away. But like generally, like you know, black people. And uh, and Latinos using the N word, most people just didn't care because like, yeah, we all in this together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we and but and I remember when uh, I I met Eddie Wong and yeah. we were having a discussion about that, and I was like, oh no, yeah, no, you could definitely say it. you got the card. And he was like, well, I was like, he was like, um, and he he was like, yeah, black people have told me that before, and I'm like, that's your thing, you know, I don't yeah. want to take that from you. That's something that you guys have taken back, and I never thought of it that way. I I just thought of it a finally a cool thing we get to give away because <laughs> because <laughs> that's our source of power. But it, but I feel the reason I kind of talk about that is I felt like that is kind of how I've treated. Uh, you know, when I was younger, like appropriation and stuff. Like I was, like I was always cool. Like I never, it never bugged me seeing like Asian people appropriate and stuff. Because then I'm like, all right, then you probably mess with black dudes. Like you yeah. know, like like right, like, right. like, yeah, yeah. like, and it's like same thing. Like white girl in the backwards cap. I'm like, all right, cool, I got a shot. Um, <laughs> doesn't always uh, map out, but it is like this thing where like now that you kind of look, I think the biggest way I've kind of now saw like the danger of cultural appropriation. I remember when that Harlem Shake song came out, the, mm-hmm. the, the second one. Uh, and like people from New York hated it and they were like, nope, that's not it. And I was like, why? It's just a fun song and all this stuff. I remember like during the time it just never bugged me. I was like, I don't see why it's such a problem. And then like, I think like a few months ago I went and looked at the, they did this documentary on the Harlem Shake and they're like, well, since it's so popular, we're doing a uh, documentary about it showing you the history and then looking at the comments and people being like you guys didn't create the Harlem Shake the, this this YouTuber who made this dumb video did you guys and it was like or you guys and it was yeah. like oh that's the danger is like so many times black people have allowed people to borrow mm-hmm. things from the culture and it's just straight up stolen and it's yeah. like no this isn't your thing this is our thing but and to see it that you know 
explicit to be able to read these dumb kids on YouTube being like, no, this guy created it. You guys are stupid. And like, yeah, I think yeah. it's the thing. It's like black culture can be like, well, so all culture can be borrowed and whatever, but like certainly like black culture in particular is most jacked in our, yeah. in yeah. our society. It's like, so it's just, yeah. fun and easy to jack. Yeah. It just gets I mean, taken. Yeah. 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 And it's I I can't as the white as the white uh, uh, delegation uh, in the room. <laughs> you may you may speak as the as the emperor if I can say as, like, like like the the crazy thing about it is and I'm gonna speak for a moment about people in total plurality and general groups and things. I'm not ta- you know I'm not I'm, and it's gonna sound like I'm dehumanizing people, but I'm talking about since we pull back and we look demographically that white people like like you know. That we deprive like 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 black kids of music lessons, and so they invent hip hop. Yeah. And then it's like, and then, like that's I grew up noticing that and yeah. going like, well, this guy's scratching a record and beatboxing uh, because it was a very easy to understand as a ten year old. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, I I know that there's no music class here. There's yeah. no trumpets being handed out, and and like. But then that it was weird for me as an adult to look to apply that and realize that we white people had been doing that to you black people. That's yeah. why I'm apologizing for, talking, like, <laughs> for, for, for that. That's what everyone's always talking about with the with the rock and roll and the blues and the fucking everything back to the beginning of fucking time. And it's pretty crazy. Like it's pretty like that's it. Anyways, well, I, I mean, if you look at it, like music is a great example of it because if you look to, to like the last. Five years of just look at the last five years of the Grammys and the album of the year. It's like Taylor Swift wins over Beyonce, like mm-hmm. Adele w- wins over like Kendrick Lamar. Like it's bana- Mumford and Sons. You guys was yeah. album of the year. Like that. Wait, they're not black. <laughs> they're not black. Okay. Like this is this is mad. You know, it's crazy. Like like the last five years. I, I mean, if you go back further, obviously more and more white people, but like. Just the fact that it's still to this day, like you can see it in music. Well, there's also like, I mean, like Miley Cyrus gets to wear a grill and have an entire tour where and she's quote unquote twerk, discover twerking twerk right yeah without and then she gets to take that costume off in mm-hmm. like you know in the last year yeah and decide like I'm not into black stuff anymore and she doesn't ever suffer the social stigma the consequences of doing something like you can be fired for you know from your job at walmart for having a grill yeah but like miley cyrus can be lauded and have a number one single yeah and and missy elliott will probably never play the grand Ole opry even if she decides she wants to right Yeah. yeah in fact it's a it's an outrage when beyonce writes a country song yeah. yeah. Like, well, and that's the wild thing, too, I think, when specifically speaking of like white artists, you know, taking taking blackness uh, for a spin is I feel like we get that so much where like they'll dip into the culture feature with some of our artists and then like are like, yeah, I'm down with you. And then the moment they feel like they want to like shake it off and like make a new name for themselves like even justin timberlake when he's like i'm going back to my roots no you didn't bring the frosted tip tips back so what do you mean when you (laughs) when 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 you say you're going back to your roots you're obviously that's like a uh dog whistle to be like yeah yeah. i'm not doing this black shit anymore so come fuck with me country (laughs) music like yeah there's a whole history of like the disney sect of like kind of stars who are like squeaky clean and like child stars who then in their like early 20s 
20s decide they want to edge it up and be seen as adults. And the best way to do that is to, like, put on a black costume, do their edge it up, do their foray into hip hop. And then after they do that for like a year or two and they feel like they've sufficiently established themselves as adult and not a child anymore, then they, you know, decide to, quote unquote, go back to their roots. And then they go back to kind of like, you know, regular white pop star. Right. It's like the most transparent type of rebellion. It's like, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, dad. Well, what if I like black culture? (laughs) And, you know, and here's the thing. There's a lot of specific to Asians and black people. There's a lot of like Asian on black racism. Well documented, especially in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, and like like when I was a kid um, growing up in L.A., like in the suburbs of L.A., like like Asian kids, basically, you know, you kind of just followed black culture because there wasn't really popular Asian culture. So, hmm. uh, so like in elementary school, like in fifth and sixth grade, you know, like I listened to a ton of like R and B, like because that was the thing. The breakdown yeah. was like Asian boys listen to rap and Asian <laughs> girls listen to R and B, and so I listened to a shit ton of R and B. And like I remember every time I'd go and buy a CD, my dad would be like. Why are you? Why do you only listen to music by black people? Like he was mm-hmm. so upset about it. Wow! And like, you were like, "The answer's in the question, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like, there's this whole. And when I was a kid, like, you know, in the '90s. I watched all of the black sitcoms. Like, mm-hmm. I watched like Fresh Prince and In the House and like Family. Like every black sitcom I watched because. I could relate to it more because there weren't any Asian sitcoms on TV and like I could relate to them more than white sitcoms because at least when I watch black black sitcoms it's still like a, a big part of it is still about being not white yeah. in America yeah. and being othered you know by white people and like being different than what else you see on TV yeah. and so like I related to that more than I could relate to white sitcoms you know because like, you know, in my family, we don't a- end every half hour with a fucking hug and like telling each other how proud we are of each other. You know? <laughs> so, so, you know, I think that there's a lot to there. There is a lot of com- uh, uh, components to this is like, uh, you know, other than white culture, there is black popular culture in America. Mm. And I think a lot of my other non-black minorities related to that just because they relate to being other and being non-white in America. Right. And isn't it just a a, a total human... Because it's a class system thing. I mean, there's no such... It's like like white teenagers don't appropriate Asian culture unless you count our kind of like well, in the I guess the Bruce Lee thing, though, yeah. like, like let's let's but like white white teenagers in my generation were like. It's it's easy e that we're singing in the locker room because we it's 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 not Asian is the other and Mm. black is the um, the misunderstood the the underneath the the it's the it's the only way to rebel hierarchically it's the music of the downtrodden right and when you're a teenage boy sometimes you have trouble realizing that you are downtrodden in some respects, but maybe not in other respects. And so I'm yeah. curious kind of about identify. both of your perspectives on this, but starting yeah. with Iffy, like where, because you said it's like so hard to define this, like appropriation, because it could shoot both ways. Yeah. Just to white splain this, like, <laughs> like there's a fairy tale version of this where it's like, there's a fairy tale 
perspective on this, which yeah. is that mm-hmm. um, I can't remember which Russian author said I was a, uh, t- like, like something about the like the flame of truth. Like you can't you can pile garbage on it, but it'll just keep burning through. Like like you can f- you can enforce fraud with 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 force and force with fraud, but the truth just burns up from the bottom. And like that, the fact that a Mouseketeer does have to go black to be authentic yeah. and be respected uh, or to, it, 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 that's like you said before, you said that's power. Yeah. So I, yeah, like, like hand the conch to, to you. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, with that, it, there's like a level of, I think it goes to appropriation versus appreciation. And like what I generally kind of lean on when it comes to the idea of like, you know, white people or just other non-blacks kind of, dipping into culture, I think the best example is always going to be, like, Eminem. Like, he was from it. You could tell he wasn't just taking it for a ride. He grew up within this. And it was, and he, I feel like it, like, to kind of take, I guess, a lot of eight mile at face value. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, like, kind of, like, connected with these people and kind of came up with them and he never tried to overshadow them. He was trying to be a part of their crew. He never wanted to be the leader. He never mm-hmm. wanted to be the guy. He, he, he just wanted to belong. And I think that's what it's all about is, like, are you trying to be a part of the party or do you want to be in front of the party? And the like, Lawrence of Arabia thing. Yeah. Which I've never seen, but I assume from watching the trailer, <laughs> right? Well, it's also- that it's the that's the old school definition. It's like going native, like uh, Kevin Costner dances with wolves. It's yeah. like they, when you're you're higher up, you're appropriated. But I, well, I mean, where yeah. where were we? Where do we put dances with wolves? Yeah. Oh, the, oh, low. oh, low, 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 because that's white savior. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. You don't you, you're not the the hero of this story, yeah. or you shouldn't be the hero of. St- like saving Native Americans, right. Kevin yeah, Costner. and also it's like, like Dances with Wolves, like Avatar, the Last Samurai. It's always a white dude who emerges, immerses, immerses himself into so a, drunk. She's I, always so <laughs> drunk after the break <laughs> into another culture that, like, within less than a year, you're somehow better at yeah, all the of the traditions of, of these people than they all are. Like somehow Tom Cruise is the only surviving fucking samurai of all these people who are like 16th generation. Samurai oh, and, and yeah. Mickey Rourke is the is somehow the landlord of this. <laughs> <laughs> he is the last samurai. Miss Go Rightly's apartment. Is truly the last samurai. Um, but was that, you, I think you, I feel like you've 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 uh, driven us right into the storefront of uh, Big Trouble in Little China, which I think <laughs> it's okay if we talk about once a week. Yeah, <laughs> because, absolutely. Because I, we were talking. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, it, 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 like the the. Kurt Russell does not take over Chinese culture and save it from everybody. He's going yeah. after Kim Cattrall, and he's a truck driver. And his 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 partner, his buddy, is like, "Well, you Wang. talk." Why yeah, yeah, I, yeah, oh Wang. no! I but Big Trouble in Little China is like weirdly woke for the time. Yes, totally. <laughs> it's eerily totally. woke, <laughs> and it's a real bummer to look at that and then look at what's on offer today. Yeah, yeah. it's really like like the if you put the Great Big Trouble in Little China uh, script. Over the Great Wall production, you have a much much better movie. It's really um, so. I wanted to jump in though with one other. So I'm an Asian person who grew up in. So uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm an Asian person who grew up in Michigan around mostly white people. So I kind of came into my Asianness later in life than than Jessica. Like, and and I think a thing that the original question gets to a little bit is that when. 
black people in this case like feel upset about Asian people appropriating uh, black culture. It's because there's this perception that is, you know, something we can talk about, but there's this perception that Asian people are white adjacent or, or like, you know, so when you're upset about appropriation, it's because there's a power dynamic because yeah. you're like, well, uh-huh. it's, it's about the powerful taking from the less powerful. And it's reasonable to argue that Asian people are more powerful, quote unquote, than black people in America in 2018. The blah, Japanese blah, blah. were referred to as honorary whites in an yeah. official Pentagon memo at, 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 before we entered World War II. Yeah. 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 They're like, these guys are, these guys are, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. Like, like they're Asian, but not really. It's dope when the Pentagon and the Nazis have the same view <laughs> on like, <laughs> races. It's like, oh yeah, this shit is like, this shit runs very deep. But that's, I think that's the thing. It's like, a, like, Initially, when you hear this thing about, you know, and we've been joking about it, which is uh, there's this term that, you know, woke Twitter and other places that are more legit than that use uh, called the Oppression Olympics, which is like the only people that benefit when people of color squabble amongst each other are the Dan Harmons of the world. You know, it's (laughs) it's only the the straight white guys that benefit from like, you know, Black black men arguing with white women about <laughs> feminism or like yeah. Asian people arguing with with black people right. about rap. It's like so. So there there's an argument to be made that this whole discussion is problematic because yeah. it's not the I, one to I, have. I always I like I can't get away with it, but I'm I always just want to be that guy. I can't be that guy for the same reason you just said. It's like <laughs> yeah. I want when I see women fighting women about us, it's like yeah. why are you two fight like like why like 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 just everybody fighting with each other and I want to just make the joke and say like I feel like Mr. Mr. Burns. I I, I really just like I have been cast in that role because I yeah. watch it and I go, this is really quite benefiting me because I, if we actually put me in the 1% and actually yeah. put me in the hegemonical yeah. culture or whatever, it's like, yeah, I don't, the thing that the upper class fears is a bunch of poor people all agreeing that the only thing that, that they're all poor. Yeah. Um, and anyways, and, and uniting with each other. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the big thing. Well, so that's sort of the argument about why this conversation is problematic from the jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I think it's an important conversation. But I also yeah. think there's a level of like it's it's that it's not that it's problematic, it's that it's nuance and I feel like we've reached an age where nuance is dead. Like mm-hmm. we don't it, everything has to be absolute. And that and I think that's where you run into the problem of people bumping heads where it's like because I'm oppressed. I have to look at it as I'm the most oppressed. And we, instead of looking at there's different types of oppression, there's different types, like being the model minority has mm-hmm. its, it has its cons, you know, it's yeah. not just sunshine and rainbows, et cetera, et cetera. And I think having these discussions are so hard because people are so focused on being like, no, I'm, I have problems. I'm the only one that has problems yeah. mm-hmm. and we can't talk about any other people's problems. And I used to get caught up like that. And I think the only time it really is legitimate is when people try and use like comparative languages where it's like, oh, that's the N word for women. And it's like, no, nah, don't do that. Like, yeah, just say yeah. it's a shitty thing. But I do think, yeah, the f- public fighting and all that stuff. Like, I um, 
started a thing within like the the like black UCB community. Like if I see like two black people squabbling, like I'll like I'll like send them a message where it's like keep it in the messages, keep it in the DMs, get us offline. Like like yeah, yeah, no yeah. no arguing in front of mixed company. Like yeah. I created a whole like Facebook group where it's like if y'all want to throw down, yeah. you throw down in here because it is like because I do like I've watched it happen where like people who may disagree with that person or just the movement in general will use it to nitpick yeah. it. Like yeah. when Sean King and DeRay was fighting uh, the, uh, what's that shitty website? Um, we'll Milo. Breitbart. Breitbart did yeah. a whole write-up on it. Where right. it was yeah. like, yeah. And, they, and they chose a side and then they used it to just bash the hell out of Sean King because of all the dirt that, you know, one side was pulling up about Sean, Sean King. Yeah. They were like, yep, these, they're right. He's trash, you know. And, yeah. And, and it, there's nothing more telling than that because we, as liberals, uh, uh, like we get so excited when Steve Bannon's fighting with Donald Trump. Yeah. The reason we're excited, we can be honest about it. Yeah. We just want you guys fighting. Yeah, yeah. we're right. in a war, but it's really telling when the other side, like they don't admit that they're excited because they're in a war, but they go, "Ah, Rose McGowan, you can't get along with Alyssa Milano, can yeah. you? Boy, boy, boy." Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but they won't just say, "We love to watch you fight." Yeah. Here's a pillow. Throw your hair around a little more. Yeah. Like, um, I, I, if he hit on something incredibly, like, 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 like important to me and this is all about me because um, my therapist was just talking about this it's like like she was talking about somebody there was some there's some woman who's because she's a woman and, and just an object to me i can't remember her name um she's like an author or something um it, she talks about how we are living in the most categorized a- age like we are we are we have we have achieved the capacity to categorize ourselves like like, like we're, we're at peak thatness and it's not it's it's not a good thing or a bad thing but what it has done is it's distracted us completely from something that's right in the palm of our hand that you were just hitting on which is um we have the tools right now for complete 100% authentic personal expression um if we use our i statements as my therapist would say like we can reach the world with them we that's why we like it when someone says I am a 35-year-old autistic uh, Asian uh, 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 war veteran. And then we lean in because it's a knothole through a fence and we want to hear their story. But then we immediately, like, like you know, we, we're going to start processing that and start talking about demographics and stuff. But, like, like it, it, we... I, I, sorry, I just, I just like, like, like that's the thing is it's like that's what we're missing. We're not balancing our diet with that. It's cool that we're... It's nuance. It, that nuance should allow us to say... I'm an Asian from Michigan. Like I didn't, I have absolutely almost nothing in common except for these categorical things with Jessica. I'm, I'm, I'm this black and stuff like that. And it's like the categories shouldn't fade away. We shouldn't have this Roddenberry dream of everyone just forgetting who they are or this Disney dream of like, Oh, you happen to look different and that's great. But like we should, but it's like we, that, whatever. I I, I gotta stop babbling. I yeah, can't we, believe we I monopolized a conversation about Asians and blacks. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> but you know what? It only took you half. It took you a whole half hour. So that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we don't want a world without color because color is wonderful. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong with color, and there's nothing wrong with acknowledging color and being. Unless proud it's a mole, of- then it's <laughs> problematic. Unless it's white, the mm-hmm. absence of all color. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Um, but like you know, but specific to um in in American society and American culture, like uh, there there is this whole thing of Asians like Eddie Huang um, take like appropriating and 
the thing with like him and having friend, black friends who give him a pass is like sure like the friends that you have that you grew up with might give you a pass because they personally know you and have this yeah. personal relationship with you but that doesn't mean that it's invalid if he meets a a new black person who's like I'm not okay with you using yeah. the n word you know because yeah. it's like his friends don't speak for all black and to people. be fair yeah. he is very yeah. explicit about he he never uses yeah yeah <laughs> yeah also like I want to say like getting the the n word card isn't. <laughs> It isn't a credit card. It's more like, <laughs> like, a, like it's like a, a a Sam's Club card. You can only use it at Sam's Club. Don't <laughs> don't try and bring that shit to Walmart. You're gonna. Oh, I was gonna say it's like it's like the poison pill of presents because it's like by wanting it, not the poison pill, the, the the gift of the magi. I don't know. There's something where you're not supposed to want. It's a thing like the more you want one, the yeah. less you should have one. Yeah. <laughs> The only person yeah. who deserves one is someone who will never use it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. Are you listening, Quentin Tarantino? Uh, um, but there's also a difference between cultural appreciation and oh, cultural yeah. appropriation, you know? And I think, like, when people want to consume a different culture, like, it's wonderful if you want to appreciate a culture. And I mm-hmm. think a really good general rule of thumb is, like, look at who's profiting from and benefiting from your consumption you know like if you like a certain thing from a certain culture are you buying it from urban outfitters or yeah. are you buying it from a person from that culture directly and they're actually getting the money uh, for it yeah i actually want to i think we're hitting on a good part because i feel like this is where a lot of people's uh, kind of huge mass of knowledge of cultural appropriation lies is within like the the clothes we wear and i feel like people are very quick to point fingers and be like that's cultural appropriation and they're usually not of the race that is doing it they just want to be the call out because there is certain things where like you know it like um we have these nigerian fundraisers uh where where like we'll have these parties where we raise money and we send it back to our like homes in nigeria uh they they don't like when I call it village, I got checked on that. When I got home from Nigeria, I was like, oh, here's me in the village. And it was like, bros, we call it home. We don't call it village. Oh, so, man. so just uh, that's a pro tip. That's a if huge have... sense of relief to me that no yeah. matter how woke you get. Yeah. You're, you're still going to get you're well, still gonna get your checked. Your family yeah. still always yeah. just going to be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, There's they, always a higher road. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, but, yeah, like. But, like, you know, we'll have, like, you know, obviously, because friends of people will come, so there'll be white people, and, like, usually we'll they'll dress in the traditional wear and all that. And I think out of context, someone on Tumblr might be like, look at these people culturally appropriate. And we're like, no, we, we welcome that. We like that you're taking part in our culture. Whereas, you know, when you want to go to Coachella and like throw it on with a shirt and just be like, yeah, hell yeah. Hashtag nigga. Uh, then maybe not. <laughs> maybe it's not as I'm looking at that hashtag right now. Those are rough. <laughs> Those are rough, man. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> so between yeah. the two of you, because I'm I'm trying to yeah, it's like 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 because I'm trying to walk away with a lesson or a thermometer yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. It's like the that that what I'm hearing. It's a very clear quote unquote rule or guideline is like appropriation in and of itself not a bad thing or unless unless that word means the bad version of it like like appreciate like, let, letting letting shit trickle in from another culture oh, yeah. into uh-huh. your life is not sure. a bad thing at all. Yeah. In fact, it's the whole point, but take inventory of 
where you're getting it and yeah. how you're using it. Yeah. It's just well, like, yeah. well sort of, an, yeah. Add actually a little bit. I, I actually would uh, quibble a little bit and maybe argue that uh, maybe an easier way to look at it is it's it's a spectrum a little bit. like Just like everything else. No, yeah. this again. It's, you know, <laughs> like as in, as in, it, it it's, there, there is, it's not a, a, bright line between when are you Asians oh. going to learn that everything's black or white <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a that's a better know, problem that's, obsessed with spectrum life because that's, that's the only time that's we're the visible. only place we exist <laughs> <laughs> we live in the spectrum <laughs> um, it, that's to me it's it's like it, two things one is like it is kind of a spectrum it's like you know somewhere between appreciating something or contributing to a culture like you know great lot of great white jazz musicians a lot of great Couple great white rappers, like <laughs> it's like it's like Eminem and I thank you. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your your mixtape is really good though. It is, it's fine. It it's doesn't fire. seem like it should be, but it's very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you know, and, and I think the other part, the the sort of piggybacking on that is is a thing that um, just with the whole racism conversation in general, which is like think about how it. it if you can absorb when someone points at you and says that's a I think that's appropriation or I think what you said was racist in a way that's constructive rather than sort of spinning a narrative about why you're a good person and right. it's okay and leaping that I did to this. the defense I think. yeah so that's sort of the thing which is like it kind of doesn't I mean look it's I I think that people could be more judicious about calling people out look I have a vested interest in call out culture so <laughs> I that's my thing but. Um, I get it. It's annoying. It's not always productive. Right. And, and I think people could, could be, you know, more judicious on that front. But it's also like, how bad is it really to get called out for cultural appropriation? Like, I mean, it's a, yeah, it, well, it depends on the context. It's a sure. that's that, that, But you're, what you're hitting home is, yeah, as with it, we talk, I mean, we've we've said racism is a spectrum. We declared that very early here. Um, and but and I just got called out for sexual harassment from from years ago. And you know what? That's a spectrum too, because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it, 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 and that was part of the point of it was like, yeah, can you, can you, can you just take it? Can you just say, yeah, you know what? To, uh, like I, yeah, that was that was harassment. It, it we, but it, the, I think part of the problem is that we have a, a it's such a hyped up capitalist society sure. that we settle things in court and out of court financially and and liability and all these things. And maybe that's why. All I can say as a white person is like getting called an abuser, getting caught said that I assaulted, uh, harassed, getting said that you know, it's a, it, uh, like um, that I'm racist. Like it's 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 a it's a joke. It's a stereotype mm-hmm. with white people, but it's like it's uh, call me anything you want, but never call me racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like and it, you just you just. You just your hand just goes for your six gun. You want to just like a blow yeah. everyone that calls you racist away until you can prove you're not racist. Yeah. Well, because it feels like an existential threat. Because you could yeah. lose your yeah. job, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, or yeah. you know what? I don't even think it's really about that. I think that, that, that it, but it feels like it's about identity. It feels yeah. like white people don't have one, and so it's like <laughs> the one thing I can do to be a good white person is to not be racist. And you're taking that away from me, you yeah. fucking horrible minority. <laughs> <laughs> or, or usually, you horrible liberal white person that doesn't know me and wants to take sure. a shot at me. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And so you're like fangunning like at every op. You're, you're like, I'm going to prove I'm not racist. Yeah. And then you look around and every the room is riddled with bullets. No one is less racist. And, <laughs> and I'm trying to. It's, it's like it's, it's a nervous system thing. I swear. It's yeah. a neurological oh, totally, fucking yeah. thing. Like you said. Like he, like practice taking it in. 
going like, yeah, maybe I'm racist. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I at least give you credit for picking a white weapon and not like a samurai sword. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do think it is just the new wave also of internet culture of like, you know, I feel like everything has built to like, we have to answer everything the moment we see it right away and oh, there's now never... you're attacking my livelihood okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because what do you even, got? like even i have to like catch myself from doing like you know just shooting from the hip just because i'm being reactionary because also you even though like sometimes people are real good at getting across their tone uh you don't. You never know the tone at someone's kind of sending you something with. You just see words and you just read it in however you want to read it. So mm-hmm. if it's just like, for example, if like someone after this was like, "I, uh, the podcast, y- you could have been better." Like they, like you know, like I mean, that's kind of a dick thing to say, uh, but that's just the first thing that came to my head. But if I read it, the first I'm a, I'm gonna read it as like, <laughs> "You could have been better, you punk ass bitch." Like right. that's mm-hmm. that's how I'm mm-hmm. gonna read it. When it could have just been like, "Oh no, you could have explained this better," and I'm just this is mm. my feedback from a genuine place. Yeah, or like yeah. I I wish you would have done this better. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ha ha ha. <laughs> Kind of makes you want to lay back on a Sealy mattress. I don't know what our sponsor is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, should we yeah. take a sponsor break? Uh, uh, yeah, Yeah, sure. let's take a sponsor yeah, yeah. break. <laughs> so, um, so we covered, before the break, if we actually had a break, um, we kind of covered, like, a little bit of the difference between uh, appreciation and appropriation. Um, I think that, uh, uh, like... You know, I, I don't think that the purpose of this conversation is to turn people away from, like, learning about cultures, liking other cultures, and, like, and I think there is something to be said about, like, cross-pollinating between cultures and remixing and things yeah. like yeah. that, you know? And so that that's not what we want to do here. But there is, like, a point where if you are profiting off of someone else's culture, I think that's when it becomes really, really problematic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's also, like, like... Like Hollywood, right? Where mm-hmm. everyone is liberal, no one is, or like, no, no one is racist, and everyone is like trying to do the right thing, and yet we like just so happen to get you know hugely disproportionately white, um, you know, stars and directors and and, and yeah. writers and whatever. So it is a thing where it's like cultural appropriation kind of has that same thing where it's like, you know. Very few people in that supply chain, in that economy, are like, I'm an outright racist. Everyone's like, I'm cool, I'm trying my best. And it's just like, but then time and time again, you see most prominently black culture getting taken by by other folks. So it's like a thing where it's like, no one's, it's like, how do you have a racist system with no racists in it? That's be and I think that's because uh, the gears that turn our system, it's, it's easy to not be racist, like it's yeah. like, like like by the definitions that we put out, like right. like the welcome mat definitions. It's harder to not be racist economically. Right. It's harder to not. It's Absolutely. harder to like 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 I I I'll I'll fucking step forward and go like since since last November, all I want 
is my Obama back? And it, it's not because like it does good for anybody but me. I want my comfort back. I was happy. And then, and then you know, the Nazi kids and that do their research will be like, what about the drone strikes and all this shit? <laughs> or, the, or the fucking Bernie people are like, you know, that's no better than they're all right. Everybody's right. Everybody's fucking like right about all the hypocrisy and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to change anything. The minute fucking Trump got elected, I bought a goddamn gun. Fragility. Like yeah. I'm fucking like I'm scared of change. And that you don't have to not you can say I'm not racist and walk and talk the talk and you can be afraid of change mm-hmm. and therefore contribute to the system walk that you're talking some about. Some kind of walk. Right. But like not all of the walks. I don't know. That's that's why I'm a little bit like maybe look, we all I think are pretty annoyed by some of the terrible you know, writing or the entitlement of like call out culture or whatever. Yeah. But it's also just like to me, I'm like, eh, yeah, maybe that's one way the boulder gets pushed. At you least. Know, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I feel the same way. I thought when it first came around, I started, my radar started going up. I'm like, wait, this person has told less jokes per minute than Richard Pryor. This person, yeah. Yeah. this person is standing on stage holding a microphone and talking about what it's like to be them, and there's no setups or punchlines. And then, and then over time, I was like, well, yeah, but we haven't afforded any other pathway. Yeah, we're not, we're not. It's not working. Nothing else is working. Yeah. Like, like as, as admirable as any diversity programs or anything, economic lack of racism is basically by another name. It's called socialism it's called the idea of starting to distribute wealth and that starts to become shoveling the sidewalk of capitalism which has a big heavy snow pile on it and like i'm gonna start shoveling my money away for one thing i I like to put myself in the category of like an alec baldwin or something where i'm like hey i got enough money i want to pay i'll pay 70 percent taxes make everybody free and happy but how much work do i want to do i want to fill out a form right i want i I still want my jobs i want my and i want to fill out a form that says I give seventy percent to the government. Now Obama make it make everything equal, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's also coming from a position of someone who like, I, you know, is is pretty doing well in life, doing okay in life, and then you got the harder half, which is poor white people who don't want to admit someone has it harder than them because they're having it the hardest. Yet, in the same breath, we'll say Trump's doing an amazing job when they're still having the same shit problems. That's when you have to... Like, I was thinking about this the other day, how people after Obama's two terms, where the numbers show that there was a drop in unemployment, that he really has helped, and they'll, they'll think to themselves, well, he didn't do anything because I'm still not working. Right. But then Trump gets in office and then you're clapping, but you're still in the same still position. Don't have a job. And it's like, see, that's the racism right there. Right. That that that's what it is, is that because at first it was selfishness, but when you're now okay to will you're okay to be in the position because there's a white man in power, that's when it turns into racism. And it's and it is that thing where um my brother Ricky, who you you met, oh, yeah. he has a really great uh way of looking at it. When you you deal with poor white people who's like, I don't want to deal with, you know, I I have it bad, too. It's like, well, would you rather be poor and white or would you rather be poor and black? And nine times out of ten, they'll they'll say they'd rather be poor and white because, like, everyone knows the poor black experience is shitty because, like, it's hard to get up when you're when you can't even get a job because looking at your name on paper, you know, is like rough. Like, imagine I think to like just only because I just saw it, but like 
uh, like in Chappelle's special when he says like Draymond Green is the blackest name, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like can you imagine like putting in job applications, Draymond? You're really trying to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, <laughs> yeah. and every every application they look at Draymond Green and they're like, uh, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> You know, because well, there's a lot of classism in that kind of name, too. Yeah. You know, like because there's a there's definitely a class of black that would have that name versus someone who would like a family that would name their kids like Brandon yeah. or something. You know, oh, yeah. And, it, it, and I feel like I have been privileged in the sense that, you know, by my whole name being Ifi Shakude Ijeoma they're like, oh, this guy's African. So he probably is like a college education, yeah. right. uh, you know, hardworking. Uh, little do they know, none of those. <laughs> Just a Dragon Ball Z fan. Just a Dragon Ball Z fan trying to buy his anime sex doll. You know. Yeah. Well, that's a great segue. Let's turn the finger back to you. Let's, let's turn this glove inside out. Let's talk about black fetishization Ooh, of Asians. Boy. <laughs> like I, I, to, I think to begin. We need to find out who started that whole thing of like Japanese women love black dudes because I think that was that was that was patient zero. That's when black <laughs> people were like, "Oh, really? <laughs> is that the case? yeah?" It feels like yeah. there is a very direct link between it's Japanese culture. Like yeah. it's less of the other Asian cultures, oh, yeah. very specifically Japanese. Yeah, like mm. it's it's and it's weird if you want it, like just from my experience growing up in Compton as an American black dude, it it, it is like we kind of do categorize like the different like major asian companies where we're like japanese are the 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 hot people with anime uh <laughs> koreans are the store owners who don't like us <laughs> who uh, yeah you. who, who want to shoot us and then chinese people are like the smart ones like like <laughs> I, 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 I was waiting I, to see where we were going yeah. there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's that's where guy and, and it and it is like it is crazy where like it like there's like because I feel like a lot of times it it's everyone like it's every single person of color because you are an oppressed person of color you don't look at your racism ever but like there's sometimes like I'll just like listen to in rap songs and how like you know, Asian people are described or like, I don't know, this is a deep cut, but you remember that, um, I, which, Two Live Crew and Me So Horny? No, but that's uh, a good one. Uh, you remember? Any the, it was, album? No, it was on, it was on the games album and it was that, it was a snippet before it and it's like this little kid talking to this Korean shop owner and he's oh, just yeah. saying the most racist shit and it just, and it, like that was like for no real reason but to just be like, here's yeah. a thing at the top and it, like, I remember like, you know, I never was like, yeah, this is cool. I was always like, all right, this is kind of weird. Is, uh, but like, as I get older, I'm like, this is rough. Like, this would yeah. be taken off the shelves if this was like a white yes. <laughs> like person, right, right, right. And I feel like, I feel like there is that, and it goes back to like what we kind of talked about with um, back in Oscar So White 
and then that those weird Asians like skits, I guess we'll call them. Yeah. Where it's like even in this whole movement where we're fighting for equality of black people, we still like make Asians the butt of the joke. And I think it is it does have to do with this level of like, well, they're like model minorities. They they don't yeah. have it as bad as yeah. us. Well, also, so we like, can like yeah, you could be Asian, you could be Korean, Vietnamese, Chinese, yeah. Japanese, and so the idea of Asianity as a race yeah. is quote unquote it's still allowed to be a joke to yeah. both black people and white people, and we can deal with our racial issues by using Asian yeah. as a tarot card for race. Yeah. Um, and, well, it's because it's someone other. Yeah. It's the same. I mean, it, this is an unfortunate parallel or the most fortunate one ever, but it's the, it's the way that you could, if you were making religious jokes, you're not going to fuck with Islam as much as you're going to fuck with Christianity as much as, and everyone's going to dogpile Buddhism. Yeah. Like, yeah. you, you yeah. can, because there is no such thing as a militant Buddhist. And yeah, they're, and yeah. They're, there are now. <laughs> no, they're back. Okay. They're they, back now. They literally. No, this is not a joke. Actually, Th- those are the people killing all the Muslims in. Uh, oh, in, in um, Malaysia. Yeah, oh, the, the rod, the the. Oh. I don't fucking. Uh, this is some shit I should know, you know more about. But. but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Where they're like anyway. literally wiping out a race. Of uh, yeah, people. there's yeah. there's no religion that can't be used to kill people. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even Buddhism. That's so yeah. interesting because, yeah, Buddhist was like the last bastion where it's like, well, we'll at least be Buddhist. They're just, they're, I hear they're yeah. spinning it as just like, I'm going to speed up your reincarnation. Yeah. The kids are calling it militant mega Buddha. And <laughs> but, the but parents big, think it's anything but. <laughs> it's The big part of this is also that Asians aren't scary. You know, like yeah. people aren't scared of Asian people the way they're scared of black people or Latino people. Yeah. And so, and also like Asians are the closest to white people on the spectrum and they benefit the most out of all the minorities yeah. and so that's why they're they're an okay they're still an okay target well and and to to put a to put a an addendum on that when by scary i think we mean socioeconomically I th- I th- I think and, and, and with a with a with a maybe italics on the socio part of socioeconomically the, the tradition of black people being able to create a fucking like shut shit down because of their outrage. Um, it was, it, it precedes my birth. It, it, it almost precedes my parents' birth. Uh, um, yeah. a, a, Asian, there's no Asian million man march. There's no Asian like. But it, I also mean on a physical level, yeah. like 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 I think a, a a white woman walking down the street is gonna feel very differently if a black guy is walking behind her than if like some right. there's no, some there's dude no... who looks like Andrew walking Whoa. behind. Her. <laughs> I mean, I am a living weapon. But I, I, I take there's because there's no stereotype of uh, there's no stereotype anymore, and it's like kind of a new thing, relatively speaking, in history. There's no stereotype of a savage Asian. Well, yeah, uh, no, yeah, like, yeah. Since like the yeah. 80s. That, that bitch would let you hold her baby, but she's not gonna let Ify touch her baby. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And Ify is actually good with kids. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> but do you really think that's why when a comedian chooses to go, you know, in any direction? I think that's a component for that, sure. That they're I think thinking that's about for individual sure. scariness. Or I think I they're think thinking about like, demographic power. But I think it's a component sure. of it, like yeah. because the 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 physical fear is like what if if this guy makes if this white guy makes a black joke if he goes out in public some big scary black guy might get 
might have heard that joke, get mad yeah. at him, and want to beat the shit out because of him. Because we yeah. run through that. We run through a simulation in our head of coming out the backstage door. Yes. And, we, and, and the racist chip yeah. in our head yeah. conjures a, a prototypical racial it's, person. All ima- of the stereotypes are waiting for you outside. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine him looking into the audience, and he sees, like, a black guy and an Asian guy, and he's right. like, which joke am I going to make? Like, with that guy look making direct eye contact at Eddie, me. Eddie Murphy in Raw, I think it was, like, actually works this math out on stage he tells some gay jokes and then he pauses and says like yeah i'm not supposed to tell probably shouldn't tell gay jokes but it's not like and then he run, he's like, like he runs yeah. through yeah. the additional meta gay joke of the idea of a gay guy you know beating you up so maybe yeah. right uh, yeah no it's a little bit of that but that's also i just quick sidebar that is like my biggest fear as like a stand-up comedian or improvisers being like Dimebag Daryl. Like ever since I heard that story is like What is that story? Well oh do you oh he's uh was it um (laughs) and and this is this is my uh stereotype is just assuming that uh, maybe the engineer might know uh be able to fact check this but I think he was in Pantera no, not Panther. He was in a metal back. He's he's searching and he shook his head. I, I saw him <laughs> physically shake his head from over there. Like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You think about. just because a white yeah. dude's got but a you offended his whiteness? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, Dan. One hundred percent. If you got a ponytail, you know about rock. Get out of here. <laughs> you don't grow a ponytail without knowing about rock. But like he was at a show and someone shot him while he was on stage performing. And I and that's been like shit. That could happen to me. <laughs> like, but, what did it have to? I mean, what, how, they, oh, that's just my fear. They shot just, him because of uh, uh, just it was like a crazy fan who was like, "Oh, you didn't read, you know, like uh, that Eminem song." Oh, you're, stand? you're, you're just, just saying general. that in general, standups are always thinking about yeah. like no, just yeah. maybe not standups, but me. Like I'm afraid. Like and I, it was indeed <laughs> Pantera. Yes, <laughs> I'm just gonna if he just for the next time you tell that story, just go with Selena. That's a, just, oh yeah, I guess yeah, that's Selena. A, but yeah. Selena apparently. Marcella Argea was telling me the other day she didn't die from the gunshot. What? No, what she died. Mean? She died because her parents were Jehovah's Witness and didn't no! let her get a blood transfusion. No! Yeah. yeah, she actually took the shot and she went down to the lobby, called the cops, told them to like that what happened. They took her to the hospital, and her uh, parents didn't let her get a blood transfusion because she's Jehovah's what Witness. What the fuck? Yep. Oh, yep. Religion strikes again, y'all. Oh that, my that, god. That, 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 sound, that sounds like a uh, theater venue uh, <laughs> insurance agent <laughs> working overtime. I think I think he dug That's deep a, to have, shift that accountability. Uh, quite, uh, <laughs> I have a feeling those payphones didn't work. <laughs> um, real quick, going back to uh, Dan's point though about uh, Asian people s- in general, sort of they're Asian, so great. Uh, right? <laughs> Asian, like, economic, or, or, like, the idea of, like, Asian political activism, Fear of repercussion, you know? Yeah. Like, the reason why I would, I would like, it, like, eight years ago, I would say, like, I was part of that thing. I was just like, yeah, Asian, it's fun. It's like, if you want to do a joke about racist jokes. Yeah, yeah. You, you could go Asian. I used the uh, example of Cable Guy. Remember, did you see Cable Guy? Yeah, yeah, of course. There's a joke within there. It's like, the joke is, it's it's clearly a riff on the on the idea that when white people kill their, their kids or whatever, and they want to, they, they, the random black guy thing, and it and it wasn't, it, and they use, they use a, they use Asian. It's like, like there's a, there's a, a. Oh, somebody wrote in and said that that was based in truth. Like, the Menendez brothers actually did blame it on an Asian guy. Oh, Asians? Uh, really? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, like- I thought they, I thought they blamed 
like the Italian mafia or something. Yeah. But anyways, but I only so, watched one episode of that. Show, oh, the, the so. Law and Order. But then, it, yeah. but then it feels safe because not because I'm worried about a, a sumo wrestler standing that is going to come and attack me, but because <laughs> yeah. because of the socioeconomic equivalent of that, which is that. I won't get crucified, right. mm-hmm. and 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 that's just a matter of well, because yeah. So anyway, well, oh, well, so yeah, that's what I was, it it like goes back to a thing we've been sort of circling around, which is like Asians, uh, the model minority idea, which is like the Asians are the good ones, is relatively new. I mean, it was like a a, a wedge issue essentially dreamed up in and around the civil rights movement because Asian people were a big part of the civil rights movement. Uh, not a big part, but a part. And they were much more unified. We were much more unified as a people. And then the idea of the model minority of elevating uh, Asian, East Asian people in particular kind of went down. And that's sort of why there's no danger of like repercussion of social, socioeconomic repercussion for talking shit about Asians is because we are very fractured politically. Like there isn't like, like, say, I don't know, the equivalent of the NAACP for Asian right. people. Because there's, I mean, I'm related to many Asian people who are like straight up, I've been trying to figure out whether to call them racist or what on my podcast. <laughs> so I've settled on calling them white supremacists. Yeah. Because that's kind of what they are. Yeah, that's how I that's how I describe my family too, is white yeah. supremacists. It's like they 100% buy in to, to the American dream, the melting pot, yeah. and they resent immigrants for yeah. that reason. Yeah. Yeah. I've met these people. Yeah, yeah. 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 And but it's also bizarre. white is best, right. and then yeah. our kind of Asian, and then other then then the pale-skinned Asians and yeah. then the dark-skinned Asians and then after that it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah. Well, and then it's like the same as whatever the fuck Richard Spencer like, you know, is carving into his forehead and, and you know, in the yeah. mirror. Well, that's what's wild is like, I even on the Nigerian side, like, for some reason, Nigerians love Donald Trump. Like, and I don't want to say Niger, like, definitely like, I don't want to like paint this big brush, but like my uncle was going hard on like a lot of his friends back in Nigeria because for some reason something he said got them on his side. And like and it was wild because like my sister was the first one to tell me she was like, I don't know why, but all these Nigerians like Donald Trump. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then my uh, my uncle, who's been like really uncling it out by posting like tons of anti-Trump memes like I'll see like just straight up like people from Nigeria being like leave him alone and I was like what do you mean <laughs> what do, what do you mean? like but I think it it's once again that like when you're and I think that's the same thing that when you don't have to deal with the effects you get to kind of fantasize about like you know just your idea of what he's doing just this american american guy like you you don't you they don't understand well you're not terrified of like we're inside that plumbing yeah like we're worried about america sliding into fascism that is my concern my concern isn't whether the president is racist my concern is that a racist president is being allowed to be racist which means that i'm gonna end up having to find out what i'm made of because we're gonna slide (laughs) into fascism right Fascism is economically inconvenient for me. I hope you know how to use that gun you bought. <laughs> I don't. It's going to blow up in my That's hand because the first thing I did is b- b- clean it. Because <laughs> I was like, this is cool. And so I know it's going to blow oh, up in my no. hand when oh, I shoot man. it. I can show you how to shoot a gun. It's such a stereotype. Jessica got, it's got gats. Uh, Wait, but, is that a stereotype? I don't know. <laughs> it is now. Uh, but there's an, also the, a thing that Ify just brought up, which is like, 
I mean, loosely the idea of like the motherland and people yeah. kind of mm-hmm. people from because it's like like I remember like an example that is kind of recent is that movie The Great Wall. Yeah. Um. Or or uh, Ghost in the Shell. Like, respectively, like, uh, uh Chinese American or Chinese Chinese and Japanese Japanese people sort of were like. These are great. It's awesome that we <laughs> yeah. get Matt Damon well, I, and I really, Scarlett Johansson to be in our stories. I, I was working with this writer, and we had this. We had a conversation that somehow got to this point. And I just want to share this because it's like, like from our nation's history because it really it, Henry Ford, who we all have mixed feelings about, like it. Um, Henry Ford apparently, according to this writer, is telling me he's researching this guy because he wants to write a movie about the whole thing, but like. Henry Ford had all these immigrant workers, um, and uh, he would have this fucking, like, day. I don't know if it was annual or <laughs> quarterly. He, literally a melting pot set, like, mm. on the factory floor that you would walk you 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 would spend the first half of the day wearing the flag or like it was a kind of a fun office day where like you'd dress if you were from germany you'd wear your lederhosen if you were wherever you were from and you'd you'd have like a little flag on you or whatever and then halfway through the day there's this ceremony and it was i can't remember what it was called like american day or whatever america day and these factory workers would walk into this melting pot set that was created and they would walk out and they would be given like an American flag to replace their thing. And I think, and they would wear like American clothes after that and all this stuff. (laughs) Like it was, but, but, but from in that day, like this is, this is part of the quote unquote problem. And maybe part of the quote unquote solution is that in that day, before we had built an empire on that philosophy, an empire so successful that we got so comfortable that we got the luxury of starting to worry about whether immigrants were dirty um, and whether immigrants were worried about whether it was like it it, it didn't they didn't feel like they were being like fascists or anything like that by signing off they were like thrilled you know mm-hmm. they, they, they were like oh my god this is this is exactly what i want a clean slate i want to live in the hotel lobby of the planet i want to come i want to mm-hmm. i want to i want to merge into this thing and like it, it it's it we don't we're so many generations removed from that mindset and yet we still have all these tendrils from it we're having these arguments uh, that are based on like we don't even know what what like you can see we have a fucking president in office right Right now, who doesn't even understand that concept? I think President Trump, if he looked at that ceremony, he'd go, "Well, why did you have all these fucking brown people in your factory in the first place? Like, right. like, like would you save money on that melting pot set?" Yeah, and then there'd be other people who'd be like, "That's so fucked up. You're divesting these people of their heritage and their culture." Neither of these people are right or wrong. They're just mm-hmm. different. They're just coming yeah. from different places, and it's like that's why we're so fucking confused like this experiment is not over it is it is bubbling and cracking the beaker and it's not going great <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's going better than in uh, vietnam or wherever it's yeah. okay to do blackface on a talk show well it's, it's, it's like it's going better than any other experiment and it's still going pretty bad yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the real thing it's like that should be yeah. the sign that should be replaced the give motto, me your weary yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, on the statue of liberty welcome, welcome to the, uh, give me your weary give me yeah. your your fed up um it's going it's going better here than it is wherever you came from but it, it ain't going it's, great it's, oh, it's all right uh, 
the but but the blackface was in Japan, and the only reason I know is because I got a homie who lived out in Japan, which was from like my straight up straight mega weeb days when I was like you should define because, weeb for oh yeah, Dan, like, but maybe not the audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a weeb or a weebo is like just a derogatory term for like anime fans who just are like typically just who I was was like. You, you just who love Asian, Japanese. Typically. Yeah, yeah. Who, you're not Asian, but you love the culture. You pose with katanas. You <laughs> you just you take Japanese classes so you can watch anime. That's called a weeb? Uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, a <laughs> weeb. So I remember because this is when I was working at Disneyland, uh, because that's your rite of passage when you work in California and live near Orange County. You have to work at Disneyland. And uh, this guy, Pierce, and uh, he was really, like, he's living his best life because he was really into, like, J-Punk. And, like, and he was talking about, and we both were gushing over, like, how much we love Japan and, like, all this stuff. But, like, you know, he was more legit because, like, I feel like he, I was appropriating and he was appreciating in the sense that, like, he learned the culture and he went over there to teach English. And I just wanted to go over there to sleep with Japanese women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but like he, like he's over there, and so like, but he's still like very like he's like on point, like just politically with Japanese politics. Because when Trump met the uh, the Japanese prime minister, and I was like, oh man, this guy hates being Trump, and he was like, no, he doesn't. He's trash. He's he's like apparently the Japanese prime minister is like their Trump. Like it seems like every country is having like their yeah, Trump. Yeah. And that's j- what scares me. Yeah, every like it's so weird. It's like because I went to London in December and like we it was always like, so what's up with Trump? And I'd be like, what's up with Brexit? And we all had the same explanation. We're in a global right wing slide. And it's really scary. But like everyone's explanation is exactly the same. It's like we we didn't think it go anywhere. It just we thought that it was just a few people. And then. Yada yada yada. Here we are. Yeah. That's why we got to reach those people. Yeah, because yeah. like, you didn't have a conversation with any of the people that were like, "I'm sticking to my guts." Because <laughs> yeah. that's sixteen percent of every fucking country. Yeah. yeah, it's the other. It's the people that are right in the middle that are like that, saying that. Like, like I have friends like that. They're like, like, like uh, he doesn't mean anything. And yeah. it's a yeah, joke. Yeah. And also better than her and all yeah. this crap. Like, like we got to reach those people. Oh yeah, right now before 2020 <laughs> yeah. like we just like somehow and we and, and we don't do it like, like we do yeah. it by okay i'm drunk yeah no, <laughs> it's, all good. it's all good I'm, I'm i'm coming up right behind you dan just just i'll see well, you i caught myself but the, <laughs> yeah. the answer to how do we reach those people we is... don't do it with we do it with the third eye in our pineal gland <laughs> but it is that level of frustration and it is just like ah what the fuck do you it's do it's an with opportunity these to like both yeah. though to like 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 like, like what's going on in your own head like what yeah. is my definition of friend enemy race all the shit yeah. like that's mm-hmm. the thing okay if we're looking at it in this scope of like let's keep the world from sliding into an all access power world <laughs> yeah. Yeah. then yes like t- talking about Asian appropriation of black culture and black appropriation of Asian culture does seem like kind of a yeah. mood point <laughs> yeah <laughs> well no because we want to give birth to yeah, a new yeah. era where everyone's nuanced and everyone is, is using their I statements okay yeah. all Asian people and black people get together unite <laughs> And then we all, yeah. Oh, and then we get the la- Latinos on board, and then we all throw like overthrow throw the white people. That's, that's been a- the general like thing that we've been trying to do for years. And just like if you notice, I just so offhandedly mention uh, being in Compton and relationships before the Black and Mexican <laughs> riots. Just like it was like, and it really was like 
just a day because it reached because at the time I was going to Downey, my brother was going to uh, Centennial, same high school as Kendrick Lamar, and they had uh, they had black and Mex- Mexican riots, and it was a big deal. And it all started from this like MySpace bulletin. Me and Carl uh, Tart, uh, guy who's on my improv team, white women and a um, podcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah podcaster. He's on Culture. Why are we shouting out someone else's podcast? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't. Then you trying, decided to. We're trying to boost <laughs> nice. other minorities, you yeah, guys. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, but, like, he grew up out in L.A., and so it was, like, it was crazy that it was, like, an L.A.-wide thing, and it was with, uh, because Mexican gangs have always been beefing with, like, uh, with black gangs. Like, I remember Tortilla Flats, which was, come on. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't die, but also, Is that, like, on. a battle in the no, war? No, is that's, that like, like uh, Gettysburg? That's, that's a name of a Mexican gang, as Tortilla Flats. Oh. And so, like, they... And they would like tag like no niggers and like the so it was like big thing. And they then, used the R. Oh yeah, the E R. Like I remember looking at that and I was like, damn, <laughs> that's heavy. That's yeah. concursive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there, so there was a MySpace bulletin that went out where it was like, don't wear white tomorrow. Anybody who's wearing white, we're shooting. We don't care if you're old, if you're if you're if you're a kid, we're gonna shoot you. So then the black gangs found out. I was like, all right, we're gonna kill you <laughs> and so so at centennial they had to lock down the school because like black people and mexican people were just fighting and then like and downey was the weenie like bitch ass version of it where like literally <laughs> all the kids met at um mimi's cafe like it was in the parking lot of mimi's cafe <laughs> and there Ground was like zero for there, some omelets. there was like Four a, stars on there was like a brave heart wall of black people and mexican people <laughs> And then all the black people and Mexican people realized we were all friends and we never fought. We were just like, like uh, you were we, all hungry. Yeah, we, so it's just one by one we were breaking the line and just like tapping each other. It's like, hey man, see you in bio tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> it was man. so corny. Meanwhile, these guys in Compton and L.A. are fucking going at it, and we're like, no, oh, let's go into Mimi. <laughs> uh, but so also like like to tie all these threads together, there is a thing. It's like, like. The idea of, obviously, you know, you're right, Jessica, it's like, it does not matter in the grand scheme of things whether Asian people listen to rap or whatever, or even rap themselves. But... I, I think love the thing the is, it's like, no, I, I mean, I, I, I do think it matters. I yeah, think yeah, it yeah. is a new, I agree with Ify that it's a new, very nuanced right. co- conversation. But if we're, I mean, if the big conversation we're having well, is like white supremacy, well, then I, yeah, think yeah. It, I think it yeah. is, it's like an art form. Like I know this guy, LaShawn Thomas, who's a black guy who goes over and he does, even though he would scoff at me saying this, but he goes over to Japan and he does like anime and he does animation because anime is just Japanese for animation, but it's very much in that style. And there are like guys like the teriyaki boys. We had Jin in the Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fine if you take place in the art form, but when you take stuff and then you also want choose to be racist against black people or exclude them or look at them as lesser than, I think that's another way. Yeah. yeah. I love uh, the I love the metaphor of buying it at Urban Outfitters. Yeah. yeah. To yeah, me yeah, as an internal best. guideline and you had said like, oh there's never gonna be any rules. Like, yeah. Absolutely. But that's why internal rules are really important. Yes. So like mm-hmm. You know, if I were weren't forty five, I and were in any position to appropriate anything, I <laughs> yeah. would now move forward, going like, okay, if I'm going to appropriate anything, let me be aware of it. Yeah, that's always like, yeah. But T, we kind of de- derailed you. You, you, you. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh. I think the thing I was going to say though, it's it's sort of just like we are. It, it is about like n- like tearing down 
the walls sort of between minorities. And and it's like this sort of thing is how we have that conversation, right? Yeah. It's like Asian people, I think personally, like need to be much more cognizant of the anti-black racism in their own communities, like mm-hmm. my own For fucking sure. family. Yeah. Come at my family yeah. first, everyone. So. <laughs> <laughs> but like... But, but you're just, also, trying, to make, just, you're just take, trying to make Thanksgiving easier yeah, for just yourself. Try, I'm just trying to settle some vendettas right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, what I. That's my don't you also have like a racist white uncle? Yeah, my my, my dumbest aunt married a white guy. She sucks. They they all suck. Uh, I, that's another com- competition for a title. My dumbest aunt married a white guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like like all these small conversations really get to the same thing, which is like. You know, the the thing we if, if you mentioned before of like know when to have the conversations within your communities, but have them. Yeah, you know, definitely. But have always them. have them without white people. Yeah, yeah. that's why. Yeah, because I, I I am very much a pro, uh, proponent of like this is a closed door conversation. Let's keep it within the family yeah. of POC. You know, yeah. oh, like yeah. like like outwardly to white people, like united front. Yeah, but inwardly <laughs> behind closed doors yeah. within the family, let's fucking hash this out. Yeah. You know, oh, and yeah. deal with our yeah. issues. And that's what this conversation is a little bit because it's like 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 I said at the near the beginning, which was just like this whole you know there's an argument that this whole conversation is utterly wrong, and I yeah. didn't think it was. I don't think it is. And I didn't think it was at the time, but it is like the argument is like the infighting, as we've been joking about, yeah. but it's real, only profits, you know, the white supremacist yeah. hegemony. Yeah. But there's a, well, I mean, and I don't, we're not here to profit me or my kind, but, <laughs> but first of all, this podcast, if nothing else, like, like I, like it's, it definitely helps me and then therefore it helps a bunch of people totally, like totally. me. Yeah. But also like, I think, I think it's just us banging on the drum of, this is about individuals. Like, keep the truth on your side and keep using your I statements. Keep expressing yourself. And, and then let anybody who tries to side with the split, who tries to tell you, I heard you on that podcast where it was you and a black guy and another and an Asian woman and a white guy. And you were you guys were all having a big fanfare. What are you talking about? What are your big podcasts? And I just want to let you know that you fucking hurt me and you hurt my family and all this stuff. Like, first of all, can we absorb that? We're yeah. going, like, oh, well, maybe yeah. I hurt your family. And maybe yeah. you probably wouldn't lie about that. And we don't fire back at that person and go, you're a piece of shit. But also, second of all, realize that person's a piece of shit. <laughs> because they're trying to break up some, like, 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 they're trying to tell people who are, like, like uh, on an upslide that, yeah. that they should be in a downslide. Yeah, and, yeah. like, they're on the side of, like, like, sometimes I feel like I just want to say to people, like, I think you like division. I think yeah. you're a big right. fan of it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is one of those situations where it's like chill because we're trying to educate. It's not like it's not like I came on here and was like, "All right, thanks for bringing me on. It's time to bust <laughs> yeah. Andrew's ass wide open because yeah. he said some shit." Like that's it, for after the podcast. <laughs> that's the, that's the closed door thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and I feel like you know having these because I feel I do feel like uh, like Dan is right. Like we. Um, we don't have enough of these like conversations because I feel like there's there are like people who are well intentioned but too afraid to ask because I feel like at this point it's kind of hard to ask you you yeah. ask the wrong person you're mm-hmm. gonna get lit up online yeah but like I feel like shows like these where people can just listen in and be like okay yeah and then like you know feel free to slide in my DMs but check my feed first because if I'm not in in a mood if I'm like if like Sheriff Clark said some shit um like that's the only by the way. 
I, I do have to redact one thing. The only black person we can bash publicly is Sheriff Clark all the time. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, yeah. I hate him. I hate him. I'm never not going to go behind closed doors with that fuck. Me and him <laughs> always yeah. out in the open. Oh. I, oh, I've yes. never, I've never I just aired out my fucking him. aunt. Yeah. It's fine, <laughs> it's fine dude. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I, I this is an interesting message there is like if you're if you're speaking for yourself, speak for yourself. If yeah. you want to represent stuff, like make a podcast, make a Twitter account. Yeah. It, it, it costs nothing. Your Twitter account can have that identity where you want to talk about people in the plurality and stuff and side with the split and say like I, I don't think that, that but 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 as an individual, as yourself, don't you probably wish that everything was better than worse? And therefore, yeah. and, and it's only that when you start to get conflicted, you go like, oh, but however, as a blank American, I am I selling myself out by wanting everything to go uh, better? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that, that then maybe we could use the, the lemons that the Internet is and turn it into the lemonade of, yeah, it's an anonymous environment where everyone can have a podcast. Everyone can have 90 Twitter accounts. You can, like, fracture your personality into all the shit that isn't you. But the you that you are can be a person that just wants shit to be better tomorrow than it was yesterday. What the yeah. fuck am I talking about? I was rocking with it. Yeah, uplifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look good. You're just referring to the fact that my second Twitter account is an alt right persona. (laughs) (laughs) Did you Did you see that thing about that girl that who spent like uh, whatever how many years like it was like a pubescent girl who posed as a because she was so into sports. And um, I'm, I'm butchering the story, but it was something akin to like this little girl who was like so into sports and she didn't she couldn't self-identify. She couldn't be like, I'm a 14 year old girl and I'm here to talk about fantasy football with you guys. So she adopted a persona just to fit in. And then the persona became this like crazy racist <laughs> jingoist like fucking t- like and she just kept like like, like she just kept going. Yes. Yeah. Anding her this persona. Is I mean. This is what I'm sharing with you based on me reading the headline and never the article. <laughs> That's like, fine. And being several vodkas into <laughs> and, remembering this story. And looking at the New Yorker art. Uh, like I'm, I'm getting the picture. Uh, all right. Let's do final thoughts. Anyone have any final thoughts? <laughs> a new tradition. I thought, I thought Dan just did the final thought. Uh, well, that's Dan's final thought, yeah. but you can have your own final thought. You can have the Asian final thought. <laughs> I'll give that to you. No, I don't want it. Um, These Asians can't stop fighting. What do you think? <laughs> That's, that's why if well, and I are because I'm mainland Chinese and Andrew's just some sort of garbage. Oh my god! Oh my god. This is real closed door shit. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll text you on the thread. Um, I think that the the thing that like you know if you be beyond the like let's be judicious with this conversation about things like these because it is like you know yeah the, like cultural appropriation the the reason Asian cultural appropriation of black culture has any weight is because of Asian, East Asian folks in particular, their proximity to whiteness. And that's, it's like a reflection of that. And sort of the other side of it too, it's like anytime like, you know, you see like, 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 like the example I get a lot, uh, people ask me a lot on my blog is like, what about Wu-Tang Clan? They do this kind of like, you know, this like martial arts kind of like stereotype. And I'm like, yeah, but those were like kind of, originated by a combination of Asian people and white culture in the 70s. So I'm like, you know, just follow the money. It's still a bunch of, like, you know, white Hollywood and a bunch of, you know, kind of uh, 
Asian people that aren't my favorite Asian yeah, people. Yeah, and also on <laughs> the, I definitely, I feel like on the spectrum, like, like I am on the spectrum of oppression, even though we're not supposed to play the oppression Olympics, but like East Asians definitely are less oppressed than black people. And so like, and so when you have that power dynamic in play and that economic power in play, like it is a lot worse uh, coming from the Asian side than coming from the black side. Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's like when I say shit like that, people rightfully get mad at me because it's like our Asian activist people are like, well, Asians face different types of, uh, you know, different types of oppression, all 100% true. And at the same time, and it is, I agree, the idea of like Oppression Olympics, not a good thing not to get productive. into. But that idea of like a spectrum of who's more oppressed, we all pretty much feel it. And like, we wouldn't want to write it down probably, but we would all have the same list mm-hmm. more or less. Like, it's yeah. very <laughs> implicit in the culture. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. we all know it. Jessica Gao's resume has a much better chance of getting interviewed than Draymond Green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like and we, it, for accounting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially if it's in finance. <laughs> um, so, so that's the thing. It's like it's that's where the real nuance is, which is just like it's hard to have this conversation because it's like you're gonna say some incorrect shit, which you know we've all said incorrect shit, and we've all said smart shit tonight, which is like fine. It, it's how you move, you know, the the boulder of racism. I want you to forward. list all the things you think I said that was incorrect. <laughs> I got real lost. <laughs> I isolate that more. Wait, what? How do you move the boulder of racism forward? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where to put it. I just know it can't stay. Is it supposed to move? Should I move Away? it? Away? <laughs> Is it blocking a cane? Are we of... supposed to break it? Look, I, don't, I don't really know exactly where the boulder oh of racism goes. The, the exact, but we all know what it is. It's so rare that you can pinpoint the exact moment a metaphor gets away from the person. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, all right. that's all I got. All right. Yeah, if right. Any I, final thoughts? Yeah, I guess my final thoughts will piggyback on that. I feel like, you know, just riding on that same idea of, like, with call-out culture, like, I think at the end of the day, know where you're coming from are you coming from to coming from a point to like open a discussion and actually educate someone or are you coming from a place where you want to be right and get internet brownie points and get hmm. retweets uh and you know i feel like that's like the the <laughs> no one wants to say that but at the end of the day there has been some reward there has been reward for like being the first to call out someone who's bad and at the end of the day what is it helping like uh you know what 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 are you doing uh and i think a general home piece of homework for anyone is try and do something to help another oppressed group so if you're a white woman go to a black lives matter march if you're a black person go to the women's march next week and if you're uh uh, an Asian person, you get to pick which, <laughs> nice. which one. Fucking Latinos, uh, same thing. You know, <laughs> one. Look, I'm making it black and white again. I don't know. That's but... why we're united. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the color lines in this room have never been so clear. It really is. It's yeah. dark. My final thought is: I guess who I know who my enemy is. <laughs> Um, all right. Thank you guys so much for being on this podcast. You have plugs. Um. Uh. When When does this drop? <laughs> Thursday. 
Thursday. Imminently. Right, cool. yeah. yeah, you can catch me next weekend at San Francisco Sketch Fest. I'll be doing stand up, and my uh, comedy group, White Women, will be doing uh, <laughs> will be doing a set called uh, of your token friend. We get a uh, person of color to tell a story about being a token, and we do goofy improv about it. We take their struggle and make it funny. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be there. I guess everyone's gonna be there. But yeah, yeah, so, ooh, when, uh, when are you? Are you going up the 27th weekend? I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I have to check with <laughs> um, my Jewish assistant. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole episode we got to touch on. Man, you hit several points of nerdiness, like the anime stuff and then improv. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. If he's a gem. Oh, a human gem. Uh, for me, go to uh, listen to Yo, Is This Racist, especially this week's episode where you might hear you definitely, definitely will hear extremely familiar <laughs> to listeners of this podcast. Dan's coming on, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be on this week's uh, Yo, Is This Racist. Um, it's going to be a fun crossover episode. Maybe Which is going to drop first. Yeah. Which will drop Wednesday. It will have been dropped. Yeah, because you guys do time. apparently just no editing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> just it, It's basically a live stream. <laughs> Don't fuck up, gal. Hey, I've been on your podcast before, right. and it was great. Right. Most loved episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Thank you so much, guys. Goodbye, race fans. <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs>